On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about a little hubbub going on at the Dr. Phillips Center. People don't want to eat subs unsafely anymore, and they want you to wrap it up. And we are hanging out at Super Rico. Rico, Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the raindrops falling off that man's mullet, Brendan O'Connor. And uh, I had to burp really loud before we started, and I got it out of the way before the show started. Uh, gentlemen, you are not, John. Why are <laughs> you the one eating chips up? right now. I need a microphone. <laughs> I want everybody to know how good these are. I think they managed to make them here for like in the kitchen. Yeah, we are here at uh, Super Rico. Colombiano. Here in downtown Orlando, we're uh, checking this place out, and uh-oh, we're right across the street from the fire station, so you might hear some sirens, and it's not because the Brendan's sirens so in my hot. pants. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and the surrounding bungalow neighborhoods. <laughs> and I'm still laughing about siren in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about College Park and Winter Park and Thornton Park and Delaney Park, Delaney Park, Church Street, all those places. All the places. If you miss an episode, head on over to uh, bungalow.com because it's not anywhere else because John still hasn't done it. I'm getting there. Uh, subscribe <laughs> on iTunes and Google Play and uh, yeah, go go read bungalow.com. Also, follow Bungalow on Instagram and Facebook. And you know why they should follow it, John? Why, Brendan? Because it's the number three best podcast in the world according that, to orlando magazine i know I, congratulations brendan congratulations john you're welcome we were named third best podcast in orlando but, but let's talk about who was ahead of us because like no duh tom, tom and dan, dan. yeah you're on that so you kind of won twice Ah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah you're it's, a two-time it's true winner. they win every year though they're they're always number one they got what are you what are legions of fans what do they call their fans like you can't beat them no you can't beat that army and then second scotch and good conversation yeah which like all right yeah well i've been on that i've been on it too does that mean you won three times i've been on i think you and i have both been on all three of them it's basically all of our shows pretty much i'm gonna be on tom and dan tomorrow awesome yeah we're hanging out uh on a mediocre i think or corporate corporate i don't know who knows we'll see what happens all right here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about the top headlines. John, do you have any headlines you want to talk about? Uh, I do got a headline. I, uh, I've been a part of a, a viral phenomenon this week. You have? Yeah, a video that this Herpes. is not a disease. <laughs> no. uh, a video we, we put together for the Orange County Sheriff's Office has done quite well. Okay. Almost 2 million views on Facebook. Whoa, yeah. two-time horn, yo. I know, yeah. It's been... I watched around it around the world, and so basically, it's about a woman who who stopped her car. Who loves Nickelback? <laughs> Lincoln Park, oh, close enough. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, she stopped her car back in February and got out and talked to a gentleman who was sitting on the overpass before our deputy got there, and eventually our deputy got there and pulled him aside. And uh, anyway, she has a whole story about kind of why she stopped and resonated with a lot of people. And sure enough. Uh, she part of the video is she she mentioned a, a lyric from one of her favorite bands, which is Linkin Park. Do you remember the lyric? Uh, who cares if one more light goes out? Well, I, I do. I care. That was what she had told the gentleman. And uh, Linkin Park actually reshared it. Yeah, they did. And they have 60 million followers. So uh, we got a little boost on that. 
two million's a lot, man. It is. It is. So it, we're it, we're what's happy your about boss that. Say? Uh, congratulations, John. Do you get a raise every time you go viral? No, I wish. That we should put that in your next when you I should renegotiation. I thought about that. Like I mean, like a penny per view. How yeah, about that? Like like <laughs> what's what is that for two a million? A lot. A lot of pennies. Yeah, it's like two is two million pennies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that, man. Anyway, go check it out. It's on the sheriff's office, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. You can find it. We shared it. it on Twitter. You can find it in the uh, at Orlando Bungalore Twitter too. Thank you, Brendan. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, thank you. Because friends share each other's stuff. That's right. Especially their chips. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. I think I got you ten right views. Now. You're said welcome. Our, said our producer. Shut up. Producer. <laughs> Shut we got up. an event coming up this week, though. Yeah, on the eighth, it's uh, a blind wine tasting. There's Next a little Thursday. bit of drama about it. Which yeah, we could. I'm not. I'm okay with sharing it. <laughs> You're the one that gets the emails. You know, not I me. like sharing drama. Uh, but yeah, we're having co- go over to Digress Wines in College Park, and you'll get six different wines to try: three red and three white, for thirty bucks. If you're a Bungalow or Buddy subscriber, you get a discount. So make sure you check your email from earlier in this week to use that special code. I'll be host. I'll be hosting with you. Um, hopefully, you're going to be DJing a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, it's going to be fun. There's going to be munchies there. Really easy, great, great way to uh, pregame for your for your Friday evening. So it's a blind tasting, so yeah. you don't know if it's where it's from? You don't know where it's from or what it is, really. You know it's a red. <laughs> Blood. Like, what is this? <laughs> Fermented goat's milk. It's a vampire <laughs> tasting. <laughs> Yeah, it could be. You Have know, you been you watching know. What We Do in the Shadows on FX? Uh, I've watched the first two episodes. Hilarious. It is funny. There's too many things to keep up with, John. Wow. Uh, go get your tickets, <laughs> and then uh, we'll talk more about it later. All right. And uh, ooh, our food just came out. Oh, you got some so bowls. Good. It's in a dog bowl. They <laughs> know who I am. Thank you very much. I'm going to squeeze it over here. That looks delicious. Yeah, we're here at Super Rico. They actually expanded. They expanded a few months ago. This used to be where Tap and Grind was, and they sort of took over the whole space right on Central, right here in downtown Orlando. I don't know what happened to Tap and Grind. They just kind of fizzled out. They were about to open a new Mills 50 location, too, and then it just never happened. They were one of the early sort of craft beer bars downtown, I would Mm. say. I mean, the craft cocktails were, were later on, but craft beer, they were one of the early ones. And it's in a, it's it's in a parking garage. It's We're, a cool space. I mean, I don't. I wonder what was there before Tap and Grind. Like, I, what I would go anything. here? I don't think like a ticketing thing. <laughs> oh, it, actually, because the transportation department for the city is in this building as well, and it's in a smaller space than this restaurant. So cool. You you can hang out on a patio, watch people walk by on uh, Gertrude's Walk. Watch can, those firemen and firewomen firemen, come out. They come out and wash their trunk. Yeah, they do. And they're shirtless. Sh- short shorts. I don't think they do either of those. Covered in jello. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds just like a fantasy for Things you. Things get crazy. <laughs> they, and then they tell me I'm pretty and I'm smart. This, this, none of this happens. And I'm great at my job. <laughs> <laughs> so they Pat lie me to you. And tell me I'm a good boy. So what? What, what else do you want to talk about? You want? I want to keep talking about firefighters telling me I'm. <laughs> Uh, I was just at the new selfie warehouse that just opened up. So, yes, you were. So why don't you tell everybody what this is? It's called Wall Crawl. We've talked about it a couple times. We've written about it a few times. Uh, if you, We did a Facebook walkthrough of the space this morning. So if you follow our Facebook, you've already seen it. And uh, our good buddy David Martin from Fox 35 was there this morning, too, and did an excellent job promoting it. It's, uh, it's like 
5,000 square feet of interactive photo installations. Who's it for? Who's this geared Anybody. toward? Anybody with... All right, it's not anybody. It is. It's anybody with a f- My grandma's not going to go there and shoot photos she, of herself. No, but she'll go with you and do a Christmas photo shoot. Okay. You know? All right. Yeah. So She's passed away, so it might be a little weird. Well, <laughs> very Victorian. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Proper up. <laughs> did I tell you, do you remember that? They found when they did the DNA genome test, they found a photo of one of my ancestors postpartum. And she's oh, really? propped up, all gussied up, dead. And I have a copy of the photo. Does she look like you? No, she looks <laughs> like my dad. I don't look a lot like my dad. I look. Yeah. My mom's like DNA was all over that stuff. Oh. So I don't look. They had like. Prene- Maybe he's not your father. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> I've already talked about my dead grandmother and your dad not being your real you're dad. Very, you're very dark Congrats. today. This is the third best podcast in all of Orlando. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. The selfie warehouse is called Wall Crawl. You can so it's not w- just selfies, though, because if you're getting your, your Christmas portrait oh, there. Right. Photo opportunity warehouse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have rotating murals, an installation that you can like squeeze into. And when then you, you say rotating, pictures. you it mean like they change out. Yeah. All right, like, they're not moving. They're not revolving. Why are you riding my butt today? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you're not even holding my hair for it. <laughs> It's uh, it's cool. I get to walk through, took some great photos. There's a couple on my personal Instagram at bkeepz bkeeps, and uh, I'm wearing a crop top. Let's right. see what that looks Did like. Did you specifically dress for that, or was it oh, just yeah. like in your car? I just happen to have it. All right, with me, so I wore it. So, so <laughs> is, I assume there's a cost associated 20, with going in. Twenty five dollars buys you a window of time to go in and take photos per person or per, per person, group. Per person. So, if you have a group like a family portrait, it's twenty five for every yeah. each person. Or you can call them ahead of time and you can prearrange something with an actual professional photographer who works out of that space ah. and just do something quick. Okay, quick and easy. Get in and out. Uh, I'm into it. It's really fun. Again, go to wallcrawl.com if you want to hear more about it. Can I take a selfie outside? Yeah, of you, their building. You could. There's All a right. little uh, like rainbow painted, colorful stairway nice. that you could sit on. I love it. You'll probably get in trouble. This is on Church Street, right? Off it Church is Street. 1016 West Church. It's right by Broken Strings uh, Brewing. All right, go have a few beers. Go get your photos taken. Yeah, go have some more beers. <laughs> I. I'm really into it, and I'm excited. I think we might try to do an event there. It's probably a good event space. It is. They need some like tables in the middle where you can put your purses and stuff. Or for me, your, purse. your tote bag <laughs> full of inflatable costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Randoms. Your miscellaneouses. Okay. We have a road alert for y'all. Uh, there's nighttime closures happening at Colonial and I-4. You the traffic reporter now? I, I dabble. I do all the things, John. <laughs> <laughs> you were like on my back. I, I am. I am today. I feel, I feel like uh, a little toy pony at a f- carnival, and you're this kid that keeps coming back and pulling my hair and digging your I'm, heels I'm in. I'm your boy. Yeah. I'm a boy. That's a lot easier Shut to up. say than. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this show. Yeah, go cry to your mom. Is, are you just mad because we got number three? No. I I mean, I'm happy with that. You're, you're a, like high All we can do is go up. <laughs> I didn't, see, I didn't see the sheriff's podcast on there. Well, we're new. <laughs> we're brand new. Give us a chance. I know. You're We've been doing it. this three years. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> How long have we done it? Almost two and a half years. Wow. 
Yeah. We should be better at this. Yeah, we should be number two. Road, let me tell Well, that's that means poo, so <laughs> I'd rather not be First, number two. All right. Number three is great. So the road closure. <laughs> Nighttime closures at Colonial and I-4. I-4 Ultimate Cruise will be demolishing the old westbound travel lanes, those like overpasses, to make way for some new ones, which means it'll be closed again soon because they have to oh. make some new ones. Uh, it's going to be closing between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. Mondays through Thursdays. Oh, you shouldn't be out that late anyway. 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, intermittent closures after that. So it's that's that's no joke, man. Mondays through Thursdays, 10 p.m. What's closed? All of I four Colonial. Just Colonial. They're gonna make you go. They're gonna make you go up to Amelia and back. All right. Little horseshoe. That's not bad. Well, how am I supposed to drag race there? You don't. You have a hybrid car, don't you? I do. <laughs> You're not drag racing anybody. The only drag race that I'm doing was with RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Black Bean Deli closed their OG Winter Park location. I saw this. I, you know, they're moving over to the new they one. And are. that it's other one, I mean, that was a. It was a great location because that's where they started. But it was a small place if you'd ever been. Like you walk in and you're basically outside. Tiny. It's like a food <laughs> truck. Like that, that's yeah. how they and were I'm using sure, it as a prep kitchen. Really. You know, you're a new business, and it was probably a space they could afford. But it was hard yeah. to eat there because there was really nowhere to eat. It was kind of a takeout place. Oh, it's definitely a takeout. I mean, there was place. like one table there. Yeah. And then since then they opened that great place in Mills Fifty, yep. which is beautiful renovation of an old like truck or yeah, car it was like a gas station, yeah. wasn't it? And then they have a spot in the Amway Center, which does really well. And now they're about to uh, open up their space in the old Winnie's Oriental Garden. Or Winnie's Something Oriental like that, yeah. yeah. At 1346 North Orange. In, so it's just up the street in Winter Park. Yeah, and there's tables there that you can eat inside. It's beautiful. Yeah, it really photos. is. We actually have some photos from the interior that we ripped from their Instagram. You can go see that on bungalore.com. Uh, fantastic. That'll fantastic be good. renovation. Whoever is doing their renovations... Killing it. I love seeing that. How are we doing on time? Good. All right. Performing Arts Center. Got a little hubbub this week. There is drama happening. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you know about so it? I'm I'll, I'll tell you what I know. And what I know is just from reading the newspaper about it. So uh-huh. I think earlier this week, there was a story in the paper in the Orlando Sentinel written by Matt Palm. Uh, talked about how the... Who's that? Yeah, he's the arts writer. <laughs> He wrote about how the um, the Dr. Phillips Charities board member, what's his name, Robinson. Kenneth Robinson. Yes, he he stepped down from the board of the Dr. Phillips Center. Yes, for for reasons that he 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 wrote out. So <laughs> I don't remember them all. Off I top remember of my the head. main reason is that uh, Kathy Ramsberger and, and senior management there at Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center are trying to fund uh, their outdoor plaza area yes and so they were saying what if like not only can we get a title sponsor for this outdoor plaza area but what if then we get an even bigger sponsor for the whole complex and then it would be like dr phillips performing art center at the coca-cola arts corner yes you know and that's uh and kenneth robinson was like no no we're the title sponsor of the space that's what we signed on for the your parson words and here. they gave a lot of money they gave what 25 35 million dollars it's something like that it's a lot of money it is but to be honest when you look at like 
the amount of money for the whole project and all of the development that's happening on that property, twenty five million is probably like a quarter. It is, not even that. Yeah. No, it's like it's like a five percent because in total it's like a six billion six hundred or six million six hundred million dollar project. And title sponsorships generally have like they don't last forever. No, there's usually a, a limit. Usually it's ten years, twenty yeah. years. You sign that at the very beginning. So like the couth thing to do would just be to sit on that time limit and that original agreement. I don't know if there's a time limit though. They may have not wrote that yeah, into the crazy. contract. To compound that drama, he's not the only board member leaving. Some other board members are leaving, and they are saying it's in the face of this. What's the addition called? The Steinmetz uh, Hall. Steinmetz Hall. Yes. It's not affordable for local organizations. Yeah. So when they, the whole purpose. Let's go back to, before we get too far, oh, Brendan. We got some trains coming. We got a train coming. coming. Take a shot. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about naming other parcels? Do you think that should be allowed or not? Sh- should that not be allowed? I, you know what? I think it's clever. I, I'll be honest. I think that's clever. I, I wish that that had been in the plan all along. Yeah. I wish that it, it was, right? You would come up with that idea at the very beginning so nobody's surprised. I, and because and it's a little sad and it's also worrisome to make your title sponsor feel so... Neglected. Know, neglected. Yeah. That's not the right word, but yeah. just like on the out... Uh, that he would then the representative walks away. Yeah, and they're throwing out the most money here locally. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree. I mean, I don't. I once again, we weren't there behind closed doors when they had these discussions. But I guess I I also Not see this a, time. I also see it as a it's a big complex, and I guess if there's opportunities there to sell sponsorships to raise money to fund a big project. I guess I don't see a huge problem with that because, and, and, and once again, I don't know everything about this, but I don't think it's never going to not be called the Dr. Phillips Center. Like I, I think it's been in, in existence long enough Unless they change the name of it. I but I'm saying, changes, like, man. that's what I'm always going to call it. I'm not going to call it the Dr. Phillips Center we're calling on, on public Soccer land. Stadium is now Exploria Stadium. True. You know, or, like, Camping World. But if you, but if, a, so if things, the plaza next change. door from Exploria right. Ooh, train. Call, called themselves the, you know, Super Rico Plaza, I'm Sun still going <laughs> to. That's what happens when you're outside. Sunrail just went by. That's why it was really loud. But (laughs) I still think it's always going to be called Exploria Stadium or Camping World Stadium, even if you name something next to it. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. Most of them aren't part of entertainment districts, right? So, like, this Amway Center also sets a precedent here locally. So, like, the Amway Center is the stadium. Yeah. Across the street, there's going to be the Orlando Magic Entertainment Complex. What they could do is get a title sponsor for both properties, and then it, we're supposed to be calling it, like, the T-Mobile yeah. Sports District. I don't know, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's smart. We'll see what happens. All right. Uh, so then the other other hubbub... Is that it's not affordable for local organizations. Yeah. So this is the biggest thing that most people are talking about online, because when it was sold to us and sold to the city is that there would be a specific theater... That these organizations and other local organizations would be able to use to support their programming. Uh, according to, I have a, 
a fact sheet that was just emailed out by these organizations. Okay. Organizations being Orlando Ballet, the Orlando or- Philharmonic Orchestra, and Opera Orlando. Opera Orlando is also mad because they disbanded a, like a couple years ago. Yeah. After this ag- original agreement they was used put to be in called place. Orlando Opera. Right. Very clever. <laughs> that went away. Now it's Opera Orlando. It switched. Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center is saying they are not really. <laughs> they're not the original. They're not the original organization. Too bad, but I will be honest. The wording that they've had since the beginning includes successors of these organizations, yeah. saying that the successor of these big three will also have access to the same. So, deals. is it a success? What makes it a successor? Because they have the same name, or they the go same? away, and then something else takes its place. Well, what if I started an opera company? Would I be the successor or not? I don't know. And that's you know that's up to a lawyer to argue for you. Yeah. I guess. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if the same leadership was there before. I mean, if I started, if Orlando Ballet went out of business and I started one, right? Am I the successor? Uh, yes. But then we are. <laughs> Nobody's going to go to my ballet. By the way, Opera del Sol, you know, has some people who are involved with Opera Orlando. Yeah. And they've split off and done their own thing. So Does is she the successor? The successor? I don't know. I'm not a legal. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, thank God. Right? So anyway, they're they're saying it's too expensive. Too expensive. And they're saying the long term agreements don't make any sense. There's less seats than what they were originally told there would be. Uh, Philharmonic released that they did some math that they would have to sell tickets for at least thirty three dollars before they could start making money, uh, and and that's generally that's actually I think they generally sell tickets for like thirty bucks. So it's already over. What I think they're, they're higher than that. I don't think so. I think the Philharmonic tries to keep it approachable Okay, for everybody. So, so then is that the Dr. Phillips' fault or is that their fault for charging too low? If, if the purpose of this venue is supposed to be that it's approachable for local organizations' uses, I think it's on them. And I think they need to be finding ways to meet the organizations in the middle, whether that's through a title sponsor for just those people to get in. I don't know what that looks like, but... Uh, let's take a break. Take we'll a break. I'll, we'll I'll keep talking about that. The Orange County Library System wants to make sure that you know about these three things. We're pleased to announce the start of our local wanderer program. With this exciting program, you can check out cultural experiences like the Central Florida Zoo and Botanical Gardens as easily as you check out a book. Back to School Basic Bike Repair takes place at our West Oaks Branch Library and Genealogy Center on Tuesday, August 6th. Learn to fix your ride yourself. Also on Tuesday, August 6th, Cuisine Corner Healthy School Lunches with Chef Yamira Lee Johnson will be at our Fairview Shores Branch. Engage your kids in making their own healthy lunches for school. Learn about these three things and so much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the sweat. Dripping down the small of your back, Brendan O'Connor. That was sexy. You like that? That Our ratings just went up. (laughs) Hey guys, that's what I'd say as I dripped out. What's up? <laughs> we uh, we're actually hanging out outside. That's why I think you're so sweaty. We're here I at am. Super Rico, Super Rico, Colombiana, downtown Orlando, right on Central, across the street from the fire station. 
and uh, we're no having sexy firemen yet. Not yet. It's a little late in the day. They they sleep at night, right? Nope. Fight fires during the day. Not when I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> had some uh, guacamole. We had some maduros. He's bringing us some empanadas. Empanada. It's a it's a cool place if you've never been. Tap and Grind used to be here. They they expanded Super Rico. So it's come check been it out. A big lunch spot, but now that they have a bar they have their own bar uh it's becoming a little bit more popular yes so here on bungalow and the bus we talk about all things in the downtown bungalow neighborhoods such as thornton park and college park and delaney park and uh soto and winter park sometimes paramore holden heights yes baldwin park all those places go to go to Bungalower's Instagram, follow that, follow Facebook, go so to bungalower.com. You never say please, you just tell people no. what to do. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to say please. please. You're not going to get anywhere with that. Go follow it. Do it right Subscribe. now. Subscribe. Uh, before the break, John, we were talking about Dr. Phillips and how they made everybody mad at them. Not everybody, just most everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who has to rent their space. Yeah, so uh, Orlando Philharmonic, the Orlando Ballet, and, and uh, Opera Orlando, they're all kind of saying that that uh, the, the rent is too damn high is what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, they can't pay the rent. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but there, So this is all having to do with the Steinmetz Hall, which hasn't opened yet, but it's going to open here in the next, I guess, year or so. Yeah. But the contracts have to be signed uh, last week, apparently, but they're going to give them an extension. So they're trying to figure out. Apparently. Who knows? I got a fact sheet sent over. They're saying. From opera, from all three of them. All three of them together. They're saying, actually, here's a bullet point. Last week, DPC, Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center, suspended negotiations unexpectedly, leaving all three performing arts groups with no ability to plan budgets or schedule performances for future seasons as is necessary in our industry. That's crazy. Yeah. Right? I didn't know that. From everything else that we've read, it sounded like it was them that left the table. Uh, They go on to say, like Orlando Ballet, rental rates have gone up 50% and are projected to increase by an additional 26% over the next two years. The Philharmonic. They, they don't even really use... The, I just burped into the microphone. I apologize. Full Harmonic has experienced a 123% increase of their rent over the past five years in Bob Carr. And Bob Carr doesn't even have great acoustics. And, and it rains inside there. And it rains. <laughs> I've been in there when it's raining. Man, we remember Red Chair Affair? No. That was, every seat was a bad seat. We really? We went to that event because it was just the worst. So uh, yeah, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. We were talking about this during the break. Um, I don't know what the future. I don't know how this is going to resolve itself. I mean, somebody has to budge. Either they got to pay more, or Dr. Phillips has to charge less. One of these two is going to have to happen, or they meet in the middle somewhere. And again, we're not like privy to the no. backroom conversations, but from what we're being presented with, John, I see it as I see it as kind of cut and dry in the sense that these three parties. Were part of this design process. They were told that they would be able to afford this top tier performing venue, right? Ten years ago, when they started. Yeah, when the, they started. Yeah. Now, when it's almost finished, Doctor Phillips is saying it's going to cost way more than we thought to run this. Okay, so they have a baseline of what they need to run. Which, by the new, way, is is uh, sort of equal to other performing arts centers around. According Florida. to Doctor Phillips, yeah. yeah, yeah so Tampa and Miami, it's it's a comparable rate. Now, I think the entities who want to rent it say, well. 
the the base fare is the same, but it's when you add in the security and the ticketing or whatever uh, that adds a lot right. to it. So there's a baseline that Dr. Phillips says they need to continue. There's a baseline that these guys are willing to pay. So there's a gap. If they identify what that gap is, then they can go and solicit for funds to make up for that gap. They, I'm sure they can get a title sponsor to help. I mean, I'm sure somebody like Darden could write a check tomorrow and say, "We've we're, it's the Darden presents the Opera yeah. Orlando ballet season." Fairwinds, I actually think they could and have asked Doctor Phillips charities, and they except get, they left the table. To be fair, they get money from entities around town, the, these performing arts centers, uh, performing arts uh, companies, but. Uh, I mean, how does this work in larger cities? Like, if you're in Dallas or Washington D.C. or, or L.A., right? I mean, local. I mean, we'll be honest. Some of the local. I think they're groups, charging more for tickets. Okay, right. And granted, uh, there's maybe a bigger base of people that can pay more for tickets. Maybe Orlando hasn't reached that peak yet. Uh, I. You know what? I. I think that's fair assort assessment as well. Like, who? We were just at that NPR thing. NPR yes, trivia. The trivia. And the one thing I took with me from that event. Besides the fact that there were too many questions about NPR. <laughs> All questions. <laughs> every single question was about NPR. <laughs> there was one that they asked, like, what percentage of NPR listeners give back to the station? They said 8%. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how comparable that is to the general population of Central Florida that gives back or directly actually uses these performing arts venues. I, I, I'm a, I've said this before. I think I've said it on the radio, and I'm not sure if... I don't know if Orlando has hit that level where we have a lot of really, really great corporate sponsors. And what I mean by that is there are some, don't get me wrong, but I think back of where I grew up and they put on like week long music festivals right. and it's all free because GM writes a check I and it's sponsored by GM and Ford. And I, I just don't know if we have enough I Fortune we, 500 companies. I think we do. I just don't think they're being approached in the right way for them to want to give money. Arts aren't necessarily super sexy in their way of presenting themselves to sponsors because in the long term, what's the payoff? What is that corporation going to get, right? And, and when I brand see, recognition. It is, but when I see corporate brand recognition at art events, it's going to be like a pop-up folder, you know, like those like pop-up uh, screen banner yes. things. and. Like I don't see but that like, could be better. That that could be on the brand though. They they right. need they're the ones Fair that need to step wins, up. I they do they do a lot. Yeah, they do. Because I think they demand it. I think that I don't think arts groups are programmed right now to present to these corporate sponsors the best sexiest ways that they could be repping their brand to their viewers. Because in the end of the day, that's not where they're interested in. They're interested in getting funds an operating grant so they can just keep their doors open yes uh this problem's not going to go away we can continue to talk about I'm it i'm sure and and maybe somebody can send us some notes about what we got wrong on that I, hey, go ahead, i'm man. sure there is but i mean you do move into a brand new state-of-the-art hall it's it's not going to cost five dollars to rent i mean it's going to cost extra money it's a state-of-the-art it world-class and if the arts facility. organizations are saying that they can't afford it then it behooves Dr. Phillips, which is an amazing, uh, just an amazing machine at fundraising. It yeah. behooves them 
to say, okay, we're going to go out and fix this. What I'm seeing. Well, why should it be on them? Why should it be on Dr. Phillips? Because they're the ones that have made the promise. They've the, all along. There's been promises, but they're not the ones running their organizations. The I mean, should should they do some as well? The organizations. Yeah, you know, I hear you. Yes, at the end of the day, if these organizations aren't going to use them, yes, they will just fill the program with other with other organizations. And, and, and this is the other, this it. is the other thing we talked about while we were off air was this um, is a world class venue. There's like two other organ- two other venues like this in the world in the that world. I know of. Yeah, it's free floating. Like you'll be able to hear a pin drop in all the seats. Uh, I don't know about that. That's literally that's what we're being told, right? Because yeah, that's, it's, that's a little low. It's disconnected My hearing's from not the- that good anyway. <laughs> pin drop. But the fact I know what you're talking that the about. acoustics yeah. are going to be so, that magical. So here's they are my, thinking they'll be able to book here, really cool special acts. All right, but here's my other question. So so you're right, really cool special acts, but not every act can perform there. I mean, if you hire, you know, the stuff that is going to the uh, Walt Disney Theater, like that was going there for a specific reason. They right. need electric amps. They need microphones. This yeah. one, you don't need that. It's also the so, amount so, of people you can seat there. So true. So it's fifteen hundred so, people. So what's going to be in there? Let's say you don't have the ballet, you don't have Opera Orlando, and you don't have the Philharmonic. What do you fill for three hundred sixty-five days? It's going to be visiting. Yo Yo Ma can't play there every day, though. No, but it's going to be visiting touring acts. Okay, just but, like what when they they could, we they've already proven. That they can bring in, but but those big headlining acts, but those from around are the world. but those are acts that need a, need electrical things. There's like, other things that don't. Okay, so do you just bring all those in? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm I am very confident. Can that they you can, can fill you, that calendar? Do you think you they do have electrical? Equipment in yeah, there too. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like you can't no, do it no, in there. No, no, no. Oh. That would well. I'm eighty percent sure yes. Because okay. if you didn't, what a dumb way to true. I'm just the I've, they've just always promoted space. it as a acoustic place that I. That's what they want. Okay, because it's gonna it's being designed so that you don't need electric. Ah, you can just play. All right, Brendan. That's enough of that. We've All been, right, we've been beating a dead horse there. You're right. You're right. That horse is dead and it's beat. <laughs> So what else you got for me? Something food related. Food related. Uh, how do you feel about soggy, soggy subways? Uh, <laughs> I have no soggy, idea. Five dollars soggy. soggy. <laughs> That's their new slogan. Five dollars soggy subs. Soggy subby. Uh, these people. What are their names? These people. These <laughs> Adam and Desiree Holler. Okay. Of Port Orange won a hundred thousand dollars from Shark Tank for their. What some people are calling genius invention uh, to protect your sub from getting soggy in coolers. So it's basically like a toothbrush holder, but for your sub. (laughs) It's a big old plastic tube. This is why I love America. (laughs) You can just come up with a a thing that looks like a giant pill. Giant pill. And call it a sub saver. Put it in there. It's called uh, sub safe. Sub safe. Yeah, one word. Two capitals. And, uh, yeah, you just put it in there. You, it also doubles as a cocktail shaker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or uh, just you, to save your things. Buttons. Buttons. <laughs> or it's valuable shells you find on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, if you want all those things. Yeah, big, big uh, clown sunglasses yeah. case. Um, so, wait a minute. Hide your drug stash at a cow butt. So, this you got $100,000 on Shark Tank? Hundred thousand. What are we doing? Why do we have the third best podcast in Orlando? We could be inventing plastic containers for subs. I would rather be hosting a radio show with you in a garage 
while it's pouring rain outside. <laughs> which is which it is. It started it, pouring here. It's kind of romantic. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I like it. You know how I save subs from getting soggy? You put them uh, in a Ziploc bag? No, I eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I eat them when I get them. I don't like a cold sub at the beach anyway. Really? Yeah, I, I like the You want a hot a, sub at the beach? Yeah, I want the cheese to be a little melty. Really? We'll just put it outside then. I do. Really? I like, I like put it in my like bag. I like a I like a cold sub. You do? Well, yeah. All I'm right. Canadian. I want to take advantage. All of right. Well, sub cold where I came so from. So I saw like I saw this on Bungalower. Like uh, they have branded ones. The hashtag with is hashtag. I read it. On I read Bungalore. it on Bungalow. Well, I saw. I don't oh read anything. <laughs> so there's like branded ones too, like a Wawa one and a yeah. So Wawa's selling them Bed Bath and Beyond. Um, oh, you can get twenty percent off, and they mark it up fifty percent. So Publix is also selling them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you're into that, go ahead and get them. Cool. I think, I think they're like twenty bucks. Really? Yeah, not cheap. That's not, a lot no of subs you gotta save. Sub. Don't you <laughs> think? That's a lot. I feel like. I feel like most people who like, if you're eating that many subs, at the <laughs> you have beach, a problem. That's an issue. You're not going to the beach if you're eating that many subs. <laughs> you, if you are, you're leaving your shirt on. Probably. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> shirt balling in a Cape Canaveral. I get sunburned. <laughs> well, I gotta protect my back, but not my balls. <laughs> they, they call it. Oh, can we? I don't think I can say that word. Forget it. Next topic. Sub safe. Get Sub one. Sub safe. If you're into that, someone just bought EON. I saw this. Yeah. yeah. So the EON is right on Lake Eola. It is Lake Eola Heights, where uh, Panera Bread used to kill it, by the way, but closed down. You know why? Well, they didn't have a drive-through. Yeah, corporate. That's what you said, yeah. But they won't admit it. Ah. Yeah, but that's what happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. Someone bought it for so, the asking price was three point five million. Wow! And they got three point four five. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's pretty close. Yeah. We'll we'll give you three four five, but not a penny more. That's how I haggle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when you're at like a market, an international market, and they're like they want you to haggle, you could talk them down like fifty percent. I'm always just like, no, just take it. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I'll pay. I'll pay the white person tax so <laughs> any idea what are they gonna run it as an in or well i spoke to uh noel who's like the big top dog over at old town realty old town brokers and they uh she told me everything so <laughs> so are you gonna tell our listeners that hotelier it's, he wants to keep it a hotel good yeah it should be a hotel boutique and that's what it is right yeah, you think so they'll run a restaurant on the bottom I think, yeah. You could run a really cool restaurant there. I think it should be like a gentleman's bar. Like a strip club? No, like (laughs) a cigar. You make it kind of dark and swanky. Yeah, but you don't want to stay at a hotel where the whole hotel smells like cigars. I I think if you look at like, no, you're right. But if you're looking at the kind of people who are there, it's a lot of businessmen. Yeah. Uh, Wait, a spider that fell in your bread? Dirty. I just leaned on like the dirtiest ledge. Like everyone's ever touched that ledge before. We are in a parking garage. There's like the dust. We're next to like a historic crematorium. I guarantee there's like yeah, 1800s bodies on there. <laughs> and that's the beauty of coming to downtown Orlando. Anyway, check it out. EON, stick it around. It was built in 1928. I'm glad. Yeah. Glad someone's going to keep Hopefully it restored. Hopefully they open up something on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Orange County Brewers closing downtown. Yeah, moving to Lake Mary. Yeah, I don't call it moving. I like the owner. He's very Relocating. Nice. Jeremy Roberts. Um, they were already opening one there, so it's really like you're not moving. Oh. You're just closing, you're closing the, your down, the one that 
Are they calling it Orange County Brewers up there? Yeah, even though it's in Seminole. Really? We had a bunch of people asking, like, oh, are they, they must be changing it, the name, Seminole, right? And I'm like, no. No? No, they're keeping it. Do they sell their beers anywhere besides their they bar? They say that's why, why they're refocusing. They need a bigger spot to make more Yeah, Sunrail going by us right now. We got rainstorms and Sunrail. I mean, the people that record inside uh-huh. a radio station... Weak. Lame. We are outside in the elements. There's like a tree that fell down over on Central. We have we have firemen, firefighters <laughs> getting out. I just saw a homeless person go down on a leaf like Stuart Little. <laughs> it's just crazy things are happening downtown. <laughs> That's just downtown. Yeah. Uh, co-working space, Catalyst, closed. I don't know if I ever went in there. I knew when they opened. Uh it looked just like Urban Rethink, which I used to run, so yeah. I was kind of too weirded out to stick around. Shame to see it go. 7,000 square feet. It was There's actually on the top. It was like it used to be the rooftop of the building, and then they expanded it. Oh, where was it at? Uh, Central and Orange. Oh, no, so like right down the street from where actually, we yeah, are. Yeah, you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But there's just so many of these co-working spaces opening, and yeah, it's hard to compete. And I knew this was going to be coming local, locally run Small shop uh, places that are not getting fed cash by the city, like Starter Studio, yes. like that's subsidized, are in trouble. When you when you're looking at these corporatized, massive operations that are coming downtown, uh, they got everything, man, and they're beautiful. Did we talk about the foundation? We raised fifteen thousand dollars. You did. How at much? Our, at our, our 13000 13, $13, $13, $13, $13, $13, $13, $13, dollars for public art. At that fundraiser we just had. Uh, if you don't like, we're running out of time, so I'll just yeah. expedite these. Yeah. If if you want to fight uh, c- conversion therapy in Orange County, or you don't even know what that is, just type conversion therapy into the Bungalower search bar. There's a petition to help make it illegal here in Orange County. Bungalower doesn't have a stance on it. I, I hazard <laughs> to say, but I myself say. I think they do. It's ridiculous. Get rid of. I think they do. <laughs> they don't have a stance on anything, Bungalower. Yeah, but I think I that one. I will put myself out on a limb. Um, events. Can we do events? How much time do we have? Let's do it. All right. Uh, I'm dancing. Ravenous Pig is having their summer tiki lunch on Saturday. That's this Saturday. You can try their new tiki drink menu. Like five bucks a drink. Oh. I believe. I don't think I made that up. It's 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Super fun. We got to try them when we toured the new brewery and took some pictures. Uh, there is a plus-size burlesque show taking place at the venue. If you like Lizzo and you're digging that that whole theme, yeah, ta 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 ta, uh, go check it out. They're really cool. Twenty dollars show, and the performers are from all across the state, and they have really, really fun names like Penny Purloins and <laughs> Misty Rose and Edith Meowt. Okay, Edith, is there like a name oh, for it? It's Edith. Me out. Oh, oh, yeah. I just got it. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> you wouldn't get that. Money. 9 p.m. <laughs> Vagina? 9 p.m. at the venue, $20 on Saturday. <laughs> Sunday, there's an introduction to blacksmithing workshop at Factor. Wow. Yeah. I was introduced to two blacksmith ones back in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I broke them up. That's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Factor. Fifty-two dollars, but you get to leave with something that you made yourself. What do you? What would you make? Like a sword? A hammer. 
so I can yeah, say I'm going to lay it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a hammer of Thor. Okay. Mjolnir. All right. What would you make? Uh, horseshoes. I thought you were going to sing uh, Lion King. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> horseshoes. I don't know what I'm going to make. <laughs> you made out with two blacksmiths once. Ah. <laughs> There's a summer beach bus on Sunday. If you like going to the beach and drinking a lot. Can I bring a, si- a sub safe? Yeah. All right. Encouraged. We only eat sub safely here. Uh, yeah. the, the bus. Wrap we it up. Encourage. Wrap, wrap it up, up people. <laughs> uh, you can leave from the social house on North Alafea, head out to Cocoa Beach, come back for 6 p.m. It's 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. A whole day. Drinks are provided. That includes beer and tequila. $25. Wow. That's a that's a pretty good, good, deal. Deal. good deal. And that's it. That's all I have for news. All right. Well, we, uh, we'll see you guys next week. I'm going to go see Full Monty, yo. Thank you to uh, Super Rico for giving us empanadas tonight. They did empanadas. Cheese and guava. What'd you call me? Cheese and guava. And what? There was another cheese one. It was cheese and caramel. caramel. And we said, "What are our producers saying? Cheese and caramel? Delicious. Delicious. Yeah, you wouldn't think those two would go together, but they do. I believe it. Yeah. I think anything can go together. Good stuff. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Congratulations on being the third best podcast in Orlando. Congratulations, John. Yes. I don't want to one-up you. I also got third best social influencer. Yeah, who cares? I'm going to knock my beer over. And that's it. Influencer. Influencer.